0: some creativity. creativity for the, the society the, the process podcast that's rad it's the process podcast episode 33 zach watson yeah what is up
1: uh not much we had to uh figure something out for this episode i guess
0: yeah, a since, bit, bit of technical difficulties
1: since we got a, a storm rolling in.
0: Yeah, that's life. Oh, it whatever. is what it is. Monster thunderstorm. Is it raining where you are? Uh, not yet, no. Not yet. It just started po- absolutely pouring rain here. Yeah. So I wonder if it's it's probably loud enough that the microphone will pick it up. To be quite Ooh, honest, it's nice it's rain it's, SMR? it's absolutely pouring, man. It's insane. Rain this morning though. Yeah. Early this morning, I got up at like just before sunrise, expecting to see the sunrise. It was all foggy. Mm I was like, oh, I'm going to take the drone up. So I took the drone up and dude, like my neighborhood's pretty, pretty standard, pretty boring, pretty similar to yours. Yeah. But from the air with all the fog around it, dude, this thing was super cool. Uh, It was gnarly.
1: Yeah. You sent me a bit of a clip and it looked pretty sweet.
0: It was, it was very, uh, what's the word? It, It reminded me of Iceland they really mm. did the dream and and, spe- and speaking speaking of iceland right i wanted to run i wanted to run this by you how 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 willing would you be to go to iceland in like november
1: i mean obviously i'd love to
0: yeah
1: it's it's the money this is true if i could find a freaking job
0: this is true then
1: i would say yes 100
0: percent. do you think if you if you had a job at least going back like coming back from the trip if you had a job would you go
1: i think so i'd want to
0: dope we got to find you a job before like the middle of november
1: (laughs) and then we can go to iceland fuck yeah
0: then we can go to iceland that would be literally the coolest thing
1: that would be the coolest thing
0: I was like, I was looking into it today, doing like legitimate hardcore research. Yeah. And as Canadian citizens from, from everything that I understand, my word is not gospel, but from what, everything that I understand, we can go there and opt into a four to five day quarantine period coming from Canada and do two COVID tests in four to five days, as opposed to a 14 day quarantine period. Mm -hmm. And then just go. Okay. And like travel and they're on their travel website. They say you can like walk around and stuff. Just don't get near local people. You're allowed to drive like a rental vehicle or use, um, they basically just say, just don't use public transit. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, that's okay. Not bad. No, not at all. That's the, that's the impressive part. Um, like obviously certain other countries are a bit less, um, like, they're not allowing other countries in. But uh, Canada seems to be on the good list. And you don't need a visa if you're traveling less than 90 days. So, like, Fair you enough. don't even need a tourism visa. So, I'm like, all right. Got to find a ticket.
1: Fair enough. That doesn't sound
0: bad at all. Hmm. No, and, like, tickets were less than $600 round trip flying Air. That's so, pretty sweet. I mean, hey, I thought it was pretty cool. Because I was talking to you. Remember when I was telling you about one of my friends was just randomly ended up in Spain? Yes. A couple episodes ago. Because she was like, oh, there was no travel restrictions for Canadians at the time. So I just went. Like, oh, gee, that must be a nice life. (laughs) Just being able to, let me just go to Spain. Yeah, whenever you want. And she she asked me, she's like, so what's up? Like, what's up in your life? And I'm like, well, thinking about going to Iceland. She goes, really? Like, well... I entertained the idea for like five minutes the other day, but I guess you could say that means I'm thinking about it. (laughs) And then she was like, oh, like that could be, that could actually be pretty cool. So I have a phone chat, maybe have a phone chat with her tomorrow and be like, if you're serious about it, we can do it. I'm going to bring my friend Zach. Zach, we do do like a, a trio, three Musketeers trip across Iceland.
1: That sounds like a blast. I cannot lie. And you get
0: to make a new friend. That does sound a lot of fun. How cool would that be? It'd be pretty neat. Yeah. Just leave work. Just up and like, bye, everybody. I went to. I don't even think I'd tell my parents. I'm like, okay, I'm going to... I'm going to get them, some like, coffee. Then, and, <laughs> yeah. they just never come back.
1: Yeah, see you in a few weeks.
0: Like, how crazy would that be? That'd be pretty crazy. So it's... I'm I'm a bit of an unrealistic human in that sense. Like I'll, I'll entertain a crazy idea like that, mm-hmm. but I do think it is possible.
1: It's it definitely is possible.
0: possible. So. I mean, if if you're down, if she's down, I think we can make it happen. If I had the money, cost yeah. cost is going to be more affordable, if it's split, even split with two people.
1: Yeah, that is true. Yeah.
0: You know. Yeah, I don't um, mind sleeping
1: on a floor if it's a floor in Iceland.
0: Exactly. That's yeah, the point. Exactly. I even was thinking like just get a tent, bring a tent, sleep outside, mm-hmm. like real, real, uh, real raw, just like real really adventure raw. type. Oh yeah. Like true backpacker. Mm-hmm. There you go. Actually, I meant to message Hannah, Hannah Fenton, who we graduated with. She like backpacked across Iceland for like two months. Right. Yeah. True. See if she has any, she, see if she has any tips and advice
1: anywhere to go, any place to check out. Yeah. The do's and don'ts.
0: Yeah, the do's and don'ts of Iceland. <laughs> so, I mean personally, I think it could be pretty cool. Oh, but, that'd be amazing. Uh, that's 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 literally all I've gotten up to. I have also been thinking more about my portfolio and I intend to start working on some document stuff tonight. Sweet. That's my plan. After we're done this, I'm going downstairs and I'm gonna smash some portfolio stuff. Hell yeah, do it. That's the plan, man. What's up with you? How's uh, how's your day been?
1: Not much. Remember my dad went out to um, test drive one of the Porsches I was looking at. Ooh, how'd that go? The old one? Well, interesting. It was it was one that like I wasn't looking to buy because it's it's more expensive. It's out of my price range. It was like seven nine nine five it's like eight grand Ooh. but my dad was like let's just go because i got back to us let's just go drive it sit in it you know check it out so you have an idea of what they actually like in person makes sense and if we can see what a eight thousand dollar one looks like and feels like then at least we know we can base things off of that right this is true so we go there it's like just a mississauga and we get there we pull up, we were walking towards the car and they had it out and they were like washing it. And there's a giant dent in one of the rear quarter panels. No. really. And apparently some delivery driver reversed into it the morning, like before we got there. What? Um,
0: but that's almost, that's almost too good to be true. Yeah. Or too know, bad to be true.
1: That's, I know that's what I was thinking too. But, um, it was not $8,000 worth, I can tell you that. It had a lot even, wrong with even it. Even
0: without the dent?
1: Yeah, even without the dent. like really? They had a lot of wrong stuff with it, and we didn't even end up driving it. We were sitting in it, but we didn't even drive it because just, like, just nah. The exhaust was like, the exhaust was cracked, so it sounded awful. Oh, the, no. the one tire was like hella scrubbed and scraped. Uh, to the point mm. where it, Like it looks sketchy The one tire Like it looked like It was a crack Going all the way Around the tire it's like what? yeah Don't know about that um, That's kind of rude for them So to we're like To try and
0: sell Something like that
1: Yeah so we're just like Yeah fuck it So we just went home But uh That's what I did today
0: So you didn't end up Driving it at all No No Ah oh, man No That's annoying Nah But oh well I mean I guess that's That's the way it goes I guess when you're trying to buy an old car yeah nothing's perfect but that's that's just really disappointing yeah it was pretty it's crazy a real pain like in the butt.
1: well i when i was saying about that i was like if they're selling for eight thousand, because i was at a dealer uh, i was at a dealership okay. so like they're trying to get some profit off it right so like realistically the car is probably worth like um like probably six grand maybe maybe a little bit less. And they're trying to get, you know, a 2000 ish profit somewhere, maybe a bit more. Um, but then even with all that, it was like, man, like you wouldn't want to pay much more than like three and a half, four thousand 4,000 for that thing. There was a lot wrong with it.
0: Really? What would it have costed you to get it up and running? Do you think?
1: Well, like they said, they were going to get the, the dent fixed and they were getting the exhaust repaired um we've looked in the tires for those cars are super cheap anyway so that's not an issue um mm-hmm. maybe new brakes i don't know they it had been sitting for a while so they're pretty rusty but i don't mm-hmm. know if they're like uh clean enough where after a few passes of the brakes it'll clean them but even then like they I'm might need true. new brakes um yeah. uh, the interior needed some work to be honest
0: um, really grungy interior
1: it wasn't awful. This the the driver's seat was a little ripped, and someone who owned it before tried to like take some of the dash out and put it re- like replace it with like carbon parts, and the carbon parts were put in so poorly. Um, oh man, stuff like that. I don't know. Like it wouldn't be crazy, but like at the same time, like it's not worth that money. Like, you
0: know. yeah, that's the thing. Like you're you're buying this car to use as a daily driver. It doesn't make sense at all for you to buy something that you're gonna end up having to spend maybe double or triple what you paid for the car just to exactly get yeah. it up and running
1: yeah exactly so in
0: terms of a financial decision it doesn't make sense at all yeah make more sense to fly to iceland for a month yeah that, no you're, you're not wrong but which i think would be pretty cool can't afford to take a month off work but it would be pretty cool
1: yeah so i don't know that was my day
0: uh hmm that's about it Man. You mentioned something to me yesterday. You had like a dream or something? Do you remember that?
1: Um oh yeah, a dream. Yeah. Of our dream living space slash studio space. Ooh, you
0: wanna you wanna break that one down?
1: And it was For the good folks. In my dream, it was very detailed. In my dream for some reason, is in the distillery district of Toronto Mm -hmm. um, in an old factory. And Mm. it was basically the entire top floor. And we had this, you know, cool old factory loft type aesthetic. Concrete Mm. floors, um, brick walls, the old factory style windows, you know, bake like sliding barn door type between the studio and the living space oh man it it was it was pretty good to be honest
0: it was pretty good it sounds amazing it, it was sounds c- beautiful it
1: was pretty sweet i i would go in more detail but it's kind of hard without maybe having a floor plan which i might yes, make that's true we'll do it we'll make a floor i think plan. you should
0: i think it'd be cool based it's a good the, dream to have
1: it was a good dream to have i'm not gonna lie it's pretty sweet
0: Yeah. Did we have to share the place with anybody or did we have the whole thing to ourselves? No,
1: it was just it was just us. That's awesome. And then the dream it, we we like we had a bunch of like the boys and ID peeps over and we had like a little like dinner party. It was pretty sweet. It was a good dream. It
0: was worth it. One day. I just heard a huge clap of thunder. Uh oh. I I, I can hear if, the rain. I don't know if you heard it at all, but I just heard a huge clap of thunder.
1: I did not, but I heard the rain has started here now. It sounds like it. So, oh really? Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, this could be a quick Man. episode Whether for listeners out there. We we don't know how uh the Wi Fi or uh, Cell Service or anything is gonna go. Cell,
0: cell service, yeah. It's this could you. be a twenty minute podcast for all we know.
1: Um but we're going to try to get through something. Uh, I had an idea of one thing to talk about. Which I uh, r- kind of got reminded of a little bit earlier. <laughs> um, and I tried to explain it to you roughly before we started. But technical difficulties, we couldn't... I couldn't get the full idea across. Um, but I was saying... Um, the idea, The topic I want to talk about was something I saw recently based on a game that I absolutely love and cannot wait to play called Cyberpunk 2077. And I know I've been talking to you non-stop about it for I don't know, the past weeks or whatever. Um, but um, there's going to be probably plenty of episodes where I get to talk about the design of it in general. Um, But what I want to talk about was what came out kind of recently because the game has gone gold and it's done, it's ready to ship, blah, blah, blah. Uh, A lot of rumors came out that in order to get the game done to meet the deadline, the company had to force the employees to like Mm. go into crunch time work mode and work like crazy hours, not get paid more. Classic crunch time. You know, stuff like that. And a bunch of the employees at the at the cd project red the company the developers that make the game have come out and denied it and said that was just rumors it's not like that you know we take breaks we're getting paid compensated for our time and our effort and we all love the game just as much as anyone else in the company we want to get it done you know we're proud of it but there's a lot of people out there that started accusing the company of like mistreating the workers like that and Rockstar, the people who make um grand theft auto and the red dead adventure games they got the same flack before Mm. and why I want to talk about it was like to you and me the idea of a crunch time it seems normal right like when we had to work on something during yeah we like crunch time yeah when we came through like any studio time whatever like we went weeks and weeks with you know I think we got to the point where we were used like four hours of sleep was like a good solid number you know um, and then we went, we would go a few days of just no sleep. And, but that was just it. That was just the amount of work, the amount of effort you wanted to put in. It was just crunch time. And I feel like maybe, I don't know if that was just because the program we're in, creative programs like that, that you were in that crunch time. Uh, Ooh. I know other like programs that other people are in, not trying to say that other people are lazy or don't do the same amount of work that we did. Not true at all. Um, uh, you don't compare struggles anyways, but yeah, a lot of people are going to be crunch time when they are like studying for midterms, exams and stuff like that. But I felt like the program we were in, it was quite normal. It all, it happened quite often. Um, regardless sometimes of your time management or work ethic, it just happened. And we knew going in that the industry we were getting into after the program uh was the same. Nothing's gonna change. We're gonna have those crunch times. Um But I, I was I was wondering to hear your thoughts on that, even though you probably haven't heard of it, about like the whole crunch time thing.
0: I'm gonna interrupt you for just a quick second. I'm yeah. gonna end I'm gonna end our phone call because I think my thing just cut out. I'm going to end the phone call and try calling you back. And if it doesn't work, I'm going to do FaceTime audio. Okay. And we're going to work out this uh, technical issue. So I'll be right back and I'm going to call you. Okay. So we're going to hit the. And we have now hung up on Zach. And now we're going to go call him again. And let's voice call him. We're going to ring. See if this bad boy picks up. There he is. Hello, hello, hello. Did
1: you cut out for all of it?
0: Uh, little bits and bobs, but I think I get the gist of what you're saying. Crunch time.
1: Crunch time. Yeah, I was saying I would be interesting to hear your take on, even though you haven't heard about like, the whole problems going on with it, but yeah. You know how you would like what you think about the crunch time? Because again, to me, like I look at it, and a lot of people who are talking about the game. Who haven't mm-hmm. been in programs or haven't been in a work environment where that's kind of normal. Yeah. And so they look at that as if that's like evil and people shouldn't have to work like that. And, you know, yeah. That's crazy. But in like an industry, a creative industry like that, that's like just normal.
0: It's true. It is it's you know? completely normal. Like when I mean, I I love the crunch time. I love when there's just so much stuff to do. Yeah, And you know that it's going to take like five, six, seven, maybe a week, say a week just for the sake of simplicity. When you know that it's going to take a week of just pure hard work and like long days and you're going to be eating just like terrible food. You're going to be, you're you're barely going to be eating in general. Mm -hmm. You're going to be coming home, just getting into bed, sleeping for a little bit, then waking up and just going right back to work. Like we did that for a couple weekends in a row where- Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and even parts of Monday was just minimal time spent at home. The only times that we were at home, we were asleep or showering. And then the rest of the times we were like making a coffee and then going back to school. Yeah. Because there's, there's just so much work that needs to be done. And you know that there's a finite amount of time that you have to do it in. And you just, you get into the mode You get into like this weird working mode. If you're a dedicated person, that's the thing. If you're, if you're dedicated to the project that you're working on, it's easy to go in and spend and do like a 15, 16 hour day. That's an easy thing to do Yeah. because you're so, you're, you're so involved. You're like, the project is your life effectively for that portion of time. And like, nothing can pull you away from that and, for me anyways probably the same for you that's like my favorite place to be in a project is just so ingrained in it you're like oh man
1: yeah and i think that's kind of like with this whole like the this thing with the with the developer is like for sure it's for sure if i understand if you're a professional worker and you're doing all this work and you're not getting compensated for it or you're being treated like crap while you're doing it that's an issue but i don't think that's what's going on people that's just rumors whereas we being students it's like i mean they don't care anyways right it's like (laughs) do this or you don't get your mark you're paying for this you know whatever you're not getting paid for it but that's just how it is that's student life but like i don't know how to explain to people when they're when they talk about i've heard them talk about the same thing with games stuff like that companies or movies or something where they People are complaining that they're overworking them or something. And I I feel for it if they are being treated badly, but there's a part that's like, well, they went through like some sort of design school or art school mm-hmm. like we did. And going into it, you know that the crunch time and the amount of work and the late nights, the all nighters, the late night, those are just that's just normal for both. It's part of the process. It's really, it really is. Yeah. Exactly.
0: You know. Like it it almost defi- I feel like it defines you in a way like how you work. Cuz obviously yeah. there's people that we graduated with who the crunch time thing was just not applicable and mm-hmm. it was more of a rush time where they had a day or two to finish the project and then they would come in at the last minute and get it done to a mediocre standard. Mm-hmm. There's people like that in every facet, I feel like whether it's industrial or even graphic design or yeah, even, even just any program in general, there's always the, the people who round out the bottom of the roster per se. That's just, that's just how it is. But yeah. like definitely for the both of us, because we, we developed such a strong working relationship, especially going into going into finishing the bigger project, which was thesis. Like the weekend that we spent, like almost 72 hours straight at the school putting in the work and getting the CAD done. That wasn't crunch time in the sense that the project itself was due, but the CAD was due so that you could start 3d printing. And we're like, we're not going to put, we're not going to put this off any longer than we actually have to. We're going to get, we're going to go in and we're just going to just push, you know? Yeah. And like we brought food, obviously we took breaks, which was important. You know, like we'd get up, we'll go walk around the design building, get a drink of water, just stretch the legs a little yeah. bit, okay. take the shoes off, get nice and comfy. Yeah. Dude, we, we had it. We had it dialed in. We had the, uh, like we wore sweatpants <laughs> and then we wore like a, an, our favorite t-shirts and then on top of that, like a, a crew neck or a hoodie and then another hoodie on top of that. Yeah, Dude, we were probably like the, the most comfy, fluffy designers that have ever existed.
1: I think so too, yeah. Without
0: a doubt. And like we, that's the thing we got in, we got in a good space for ourselves and like a good physical space and a good mental space and just got in the mood and you just, you just put in the work. Mm -hmm. And I think like the crunch time, like you were saying, especially in a design and a creative industry like this, or even say game design, it exists and the people that are there working in the crunch time are most likely there voluntarily. Yeah. If they didn't want to be there, they would have left. Like you see it in school, the people that want to be there and the people that want to get stuff done are at the school working. Exactly. Not to say that people who are staying at home aren't working. They are, but just a different different place, I guess. Yeah. We lived at the school effectively. Like we lived like 10, 15 minutes away, so... Yeah, it felt we not, like we didn't live at home and go to school.
1: Yeah, I felt like the only times we sat we sat down doing nothing was when we had a coffee. Yeah.
0: <laughs> had a coffee, just good chats at night before yeah. we fall asleep. That Was the only good rest times.
1: time. Yeah, good I times. I
0: I I I think the crunch time is necessary. Like I tried to avoid it in first year. I think cuz I was a little intimidated by it. I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, I don't want to be staying up all night doing stuff." And then a little bit towards the end of first year, I like s I slowly started to accept it a bit more, and then in second year, I was like, nah, I'm gonna be a machine, yeah, and just put in like I was like i'm just just gonna work at the school, and even if it was like a pretty lenient or a soft deadline, I was like I'll still put in work, why not like it's gonna make it's gonna make me a better worker, a better designer, and a better student at the end of the day if I stay here and put in say, an extra two or three hours of work. As long as it's, like, productive, legitimate work, Mm -hmm. then that's fine. Like, could have spent two or three hours there just watching YouTube videos or scrolling through Instagram on my phone or, like, walking around talking to people, which is fine as a social aspect, but it's not doing anything for me in terms of making me a better, more productive human being. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: No, totally agree. Yeah, it's Band. a it's an interesting uh interesting topic. That's why whenever I've seen people it seems to be a big thing in the gaming industry with developers about about crunch time. I think people like to maybe, you know, make up the idea in their head of like these employees at like, you know, like typical like nerdy looking coders or something sitting at a desk for like thirty six yeah. hours straight and like they're not allowed to leave. It's not it's not how it is, or at least not no. in most places. It's a stereotype. Um, like you said, it's a voluntary thing, right? Like they're part of the, you know, everyone who works on the game, they're part of that game. They want to get it done. They love it. They want to get it done, you mm-hmm. know? Um, they want to put as much in as possible because they care.
0: Exactly. Um, yeah. They love that, what they do.
1: Yeah, and to me, that just seems normal. Like <laughs> the whole crunch, like, it's like, yeah, that just, you know, That happens that's what we do you know that's what like designers artists it's because it's like such a subjective like like anything creative i think like there's such a subjective quality to it that's like it's it's not like this is a really stupid analogy and i apologize but i'm not that bright so like this is the best thing i can come up with on the fly you have a math equation that just works and there's like math equations that you just use. Like that, that's just the best thing. That's the best way to get a solution, right? With like anything creative, this is something that's slightly more subjective. There's always kind of like that. There's a better solution. You know, there it can be improved upon over yeah, and over there's, again.
0: There's always ways to work around potential challenges, potential shortcomings. You yeah. can always like, you can always improve and refine and iterate upon something.
1: Exactly. So I feel like with the crunch time thing, that's like, like you said, when we're doing the CAD, like it wasn't because we like had to get the whole thing done by that by Monday or Tuesday or whatever, but it was more like, well, if we can get ahead now, like, you know, if I, if I stay up for an extra few hours and get a few more pages of sketches done and explore a few more ideas, that's gonna like put me ahead in the next stage, it's going to give me more to work with. It's going to benefit the rest of the project. Exactly. Um, kind of thing. That's how I always see it. Right. Oh, a hundred percent. You know, it's that, it's that crunch. I of you know, you're getting, you're able to put more in it, into it.
0: Um, no, I, I, I totally that makes agree. Sense. No, it, it does make sense. Like we would, we would talk about it when we would walk home, like the 10, 15 minutes that it would take. We'd be, leave, we'd leave the studio walk through the school, walk across the dark dismal parking lot, and then walk down the dark (laughs) sketchy streets to get to our house. And in that like 10, 15 minute time that it took to get back home, you know, we'd, we'd basically like have a little retroactive reflection on the day or the evening and the work that we got done, like how we felt about it. Like, Oh, it was, it was a good day. Like got a lot done and felt really focused or my mind was just messy. And like I'd I didn't get as much done as I wanted to, or I'm really right. feeling this idea, like almost like a like a way of summarizing what we had done in the last. Yeah, it's like a good debrief, say, you know. Yeah, a real a really good debrief, and like nine times out of ten, I'm pretty sure we found that the uh, the the outcome was that we felt good because we were working. Working hard, doing something ultimately that we enjoyed. Yeah, um, but we thing. also felt like we were getting, getting ahead, not to surpass anybody else, but we were getting ahead of ourselves in a way. You know, yeah. like you were saying, like you get just a couple more pages of sketches done, you get a couple more features modeled out in CAD, you make, it's like the little one percent increments and one percent improvements that you can make. Add up over time. It's like you improve 1% per day. 1% doesn't seem like a lot. But then when you base that out over two weeks, that's, as an example, it's a 14% increase, which is pretty big. Yeah. You know? And it's like it's not going to kill us if we stay up for an extra two or three hours. It's not the end of the world.
1: No, and that's that's why I always thought it was like, well, like for thesis especially, it was like I could... I could go to bed now or I could go home now and I'll just do these last few sketches in the morning. But then what would happen? I will get to the morning and I wouldn't be in the same mood. I wouldn't be in the same headspace. I wouldn't be the same. I'd be tired. And I'm not fully creative yet. The, idea, the, the creative juices aren't flowing. And then next, thing you know, I waste time trying to come up with those last few ideas in the morning. And because I'm not, in the in the zone in the groove yet i've that can ruin the rest of my day right because i'm like oh nothing's gone my way this is not a creative day blah blah blah." but instead it was like well if i stay up now and while i'm in the groove i got the ideas flowing let me just explore a few more options and have that ready for me tomorrow you know i'm starting at a further point
0: yeah, you can wake up and start to explore those ideas that came out in like the last couple minutes of of your creative energy that you had in that yeah. day. And then you, you don't have to spend the the time or the energy thinking about it the next day because you, you, you understood that it was important to put just a bit more time at it.
1: Yeah, and I think some of the best ideas I had were those last few, you know, stay up a little bit longer. Oh, I've got a few more ideas in me, I know. Those last few, I've had that so many times where that's like the ones I go with, you know, like some of the better ideas.
0: Oh, totally. That if
1: I didn't stay up, I wouldn't have, wouldn't have found them, you know?
0: No. And, oh, whoa.
1: We got some thunder over there.
0: Yeah. I think the microphone picked it up because I saw the, uh, the levels <laughs> go up. That was insane. That was the last sound of close too. Did we ever have to walk back in a thunderstorm at school?
1: Hmm, I, I like know snowstorms we
0: did. <laughs> snowstorms all the time.
1: All the time. uh rain? I, we must have, right? At least once or twice. We must have. Oh no, then yeah, the, there was definitely uh, some yeah. rainy days. 100% we, yeah. we'd bring the umbrella. Out. Oh yeah, I yeah that. There was some rainy
0: days for sure. I had a pretty decent rain jacket and the backpack with like the waterproof um back cover thing that worked decently well. But like, no, I, back, back to the, back to the late, it's like the late night studio working mentality of it may just be another hour, even if it's another like 20 minutes, you know, I think it's still worth to spend the time and put the time in like, and if you can transfer that kind of energy, you know, into something like uh, say that's not academic related or not even job related, just like a personal project, mm-hmm. like you working on the graphic stuff, crunch time is a bit of a stretch to call that a crunch time. But you're like, you're just putting in deep focused work, you know, you're yeah. just getting getting it out there because you're on, you're on a grind effectively. You've got an idea and you're just going to run with it.
1: Yeah. And especially with me, with how I, quickly lose ideas sometimes and forget them if i'm yeah. on a groove i gotta just get them out or else I'm, or else they're gone <laughs> you know no totally i feel like them. you
0: did that a lot in the auto class too like we'd be about to leave and then you'd have this like moment of clarity and you'd be like sh- two more minutes and you just you start scribbling some stuff down on the page and yeah, whip
1: out a sharpie
0: yeah a lot of times it was a sharpie on a sticky note or <laughs> yeah just on the corner of a scrap of paper yeah like the the real unplanned sketches that somehow end up being better stronger sketches than stuff that you spend time really like trying to craft on an 11 yeah. by 17 piece of paper.
1: I think it's got to be just like the the fact that you're not overthinking it, right?
0: Mm, totally. It's you're, just a you're, natural you're almost not thinking at all.
1: It's an organic thought process.
0: Oh man, you're a genius. Mm. I love it when you come up with good sentences.
1: <laughs> These are Organic. all quotes. I write down on a sticky note, so I'm going to throw into like posters someday.
0: You totally should, man. Yeah. You got to make that. You were telling me or no, you mentioned it on the show yesterday about like getting into an industry that needs experience to get into the industry. You need experience. Yeah. To have experience kind of a thing. I yeah. think that'd be a dope poster yeah
1: I'm yeah, that'd be fun, I think I'm gonna have to do that.
0: I think so. You got a whole weekend ahead of you.
1: Yeah, I got some thumbnails to scribble down for some more and then uh, so I can have that library done and then Love I'm gonna that. go and start planning out some some quotes and stuff, I think. Oh yeah,
0: beautiful. So got any uh any big plans for the weekend? Not really, I don't think. How about you? uh Sunday. I think I'm supposed to be filming a video for my friend's dad who's got a motorcycle and he wants to make like a video about him just wrapped up. He's one of the, mm. uh, one of the big design company clients. did we did some graphics and some logos and stuff for him Right. Yeah. and going to do a video for him and get the, uh, get the merchandise ordered for him and wrap that project up. That's that oh, was yeah. Sunday. Other than that, not much, probably fly the drone, True. try and get out supposed to be good weather tomorrow. Cold. Really nice. cold. Yeah. Minus one.
1: Yeah. Out which, of nowhere. Which
0: realistically isn't that cold. Like we've had our house colder than that, but.
1: Yeah. But like you got to get back into it, right?
0: You have to lean in. It's like dipping your toes into a hot bath. <laughs> you don't just jump or a cold bath. Not a cold bath. No one goes swimming in a cold bath. Psychopaths. You got to, get you got to acclimatize to the yeah, cold weather. That's,
1: that's the word acclimatize. Uh and is it's there coming. is there anything you want to talk about?
0: Ooh, I mean we could go on all night realistically.
1: I mean, yeah, well yeah. I think we got we gotta do like an episode once. Um maybe it'd be one of those further down the line when we got video mm-hmm. to go with it. And we just stay up and drink and just talk about random design stuff or whatever that comes to mind, you know?
0: Yes absolutely 100% hands down i'm so there
1: um i'm trying to think is anything uh is there any car
0: news i don't know did you come across anything really dope and gnarly on uh twitter today at all
1: no i stayed off twitter today because i knew the debate last night or whatever i was like um
0: oh good call i'm gonna
1: stay off twitter it's gonna be a bit toxic
0: yeah, Twitter sounds like a bit of a mess right <laughs> it sounds now. Sounds like
1: I couldn't really care. It seems like uh, I'm not going to really care about anything on there anyway, so
0: no. Oh, actually, I think tomorrow I'm going to go to Staples and uh print off Oh, yes. print off some car stuff. Maybe even tonight realistically. It's only 7:30 mm-hmm. now. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure they close at 9.
1: True. It already seems late, but it's
0: not just the weather. Yeah, it's it's just pitch dark pitch black outside all this rain probably not safe to drive over there in the rain i mean
1: man nah, you're uh,
0: fine i'll be okay i got a mom van
1: you're fine um i'll be able to make it were we talking about one of the past few episodes i know we've been bringing up frank stevenson a little bit more Mm-hmm. um and i think specifically about the p1 and the mclaren when well, we're having the mclaren debate how you like yep. the mp4 and i like the p1 um was it off air? We were talking a little bit about the one video of his talking about the new uh, BMW
0: Four Series. Yeah, that was off air, but off-air. I think that's that's a discussion worthy of bringing bringing back um, onto the onto the pod to get into the ear holes of the listeners.
1: Because I thought that was kind of interesting. I've been thinking about it a bit
0: more. Um oh, yeah. and Changed I, your mind on it at all, or
1: not really? Like I went back and and rewatched it. And, um, no, I thought what was cool is like, I expected him to be like, like most people on that four series where they just look at and they're like, oh, that's disgusting. That's awful. You know, they don't know what they're doing type thing. And it's like, well, come on. These are car designers. They know what they're doing. They're not bad designers, you know, it's just different. And people don't like different most of the time.
0: Um, yeah, they don't like change. They don't like change.
1: Um, And that was one thing that Frank Simpson was saying about it was the, you know, he was like, I'll be the last person to say like, don't change, you know, like companies should always try to do something fresh, do something new, try and experiment with some new design. Right. Mm -hmm. But by doing that, you have to also stay true to the tradition of the brand.
0: Yes. You have to pay homage per se to the designs that came before
1: it. And that was his problem with, the 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 four series um one example that actually i gotta be honest i I tried not to look at the new four series as much as possible anyway so i haven't looked at a lot (laughs) but to be honest i gotta admit i didn't even notice this until i watched the video and he pointed out but um every bmw until up up until that generation had what's called like the hoffmeister kink Okay, I think it is Hoff Hoffmeister, something like that, named after the the designer in the sixties or seventies of BMW, who came up with the the design for on the C pillar of the car, which is like the back of the back window. Um, he came up with a shape where it comes down and then it kinks backwards, like it comes b- and points back towards the front of the car. It has this kind of kink shape in it, and every BMW's had that. Um, and it was one of those things that like a side view you, you knew it was a BMW like it was a defining design feature and this new 4 series doesn't have it um it just slants down like you would like most cars and he was saying it's not bad design it looks good but it's not really keeping true to the tradition of BMW you know um hmm. which i thought was kind of an interesting
0: It's an interesting perspective because it's like, who who decides that, right? Who decides that it's like a uh, a historic interpretation of such and such such and such person's design? Like who? How does how does that get determined as like a standard? I guess. But at the same, on the same token, like I do, I do understand it because like this guy. Oh man, it's pouring rain outside. (laughs) <laughs> probably hear it through yeah you can hear it through the microphone yeah list, it's, it's starting okay to pick up it here was or... um it's like looking at the current design and being able to see where it traced back to mm-hmm. you know like if you look at the current iphone you can trace that back to some of the earlier designs of the actual hardware itself and like what that looked like you can trace that back because it's still identifiable enough to see like where it came from. Yeah. So do you think then that this the 4 series is too much of a departure?
1: I don't Tricky know. Tricky question. I feel like maybe just someone who doesn't know about cars or doesn't know about design or anything. Maybe. Hmm. Um so she took the badges off, but I feel like even if you just put all of them beside each other, I think you'd still see some kind of evolution, some lineage. Um, What I thought was, was, was interesting, though, was like, obviously, you want to do new things. For sure. You don't want to be locked into doing the same thing over and over again, and you don't want to be restricted by, oh, we have to make sure we have this in every card type thing. But when one guy comes up with a design that becomes so iconic that you just do it in so many cars for years for decades you have this one thing it's almost to the point now where it's like can you actually can you take it out like even if you want to push something new like you know yeah even though you're so
0: so ingrained in like the design dna that if you take it out it loses it loses a good chunk of what makes it and that's what it
1: is and that's what frank siemens is saying from a side view it makes the car look a lot more like generic you know that Her. was always that was always one design uh design feature where you'd look at and point it out and be like well that's a bmw right away you know it was the only car that had that but now it's like oh well if you don't really know what you're looking at you don't know about cars you might look at it and you might you won't recognize it as a bmw right away you know, no not at all it's a it's a really defining feature so it's kind of interesting that they would you know it, it's it's one of those things it's like i can imagine like i'm on both sides i can imagine them being you know being like oh, we have to do the same thing like every year like just tweak it a little bit whatever like we want to do something crazy something new i want to experiment right designers are very experimental um but then also i can see it from like a the other side where it's like how can you get rid of such an iconic thing you know like this is true um i don't know thought it was kind of interesting little thing
0: it is interesting and like I, i wonder at what point do you decide to stop using something that is so um what's the right word like so classic you know where it gets to the point where it becomes outdated and not relevant anymore. Not to say that this guy's contribution to Mercedes or not Mercedes to BMW is not relevant anymore. But at what point do you say we acknowledge that this guy was influential in doing like designing these vehicles and we carried on his legacy for such and such a time, but now it's time to, to stop pay respect to him by just maintaining the integrity of that element. But we're at a point now where as a company, we need to turn a new page and start pushing in another, in not a different direction, but changing lanes in a way. And you know and that's, I
1: mean? yeah. And I think maybe that's what they're trying to do. It's like, finally, they're like, you know what? We're going to need to start like the new era, a new thing. You know, we need a new starting point for, bmw design language uh, which is a ballsy thing to do but yeah. maybe that's what they're trying to do um and i get that but also i see it as well as like that little kink in the in the c pillar it's not like it's a dated feature you know it's it's a shape and how long
0: how long do you know how long they've been using it in the well, ever
1: since they designed it from the 70s up until a few years ago
0: wow right it's like 30 40 50 years
1: 40 to 50 years probably yeah like you know it's it's a shape though you can just it's easily modernizable this you is know, true if that's a word i don't think it's a word but it's pretty it's easy. easy to
0: redesign a shape yeah it's
1: it's not a like it's just it's not like, oh, it's using a specific piece of trim and something that dates the car. It's no, it's just it's a shape that you can plug in modern materials and finishes, and it looks modern, but it's still keeping that. It's the same thing when you see car grills, right? Mm-hmm. One of, you know, on the front of the car, it's like the grill and the headlights are like the most defining feature of a car. I would agree. Right? The, it's face. And, Kind of nice Grills always interesting because, like, you because a lot of them, you know, are like modern interpretations, modern evolutions of the original cars from decades ago, right? Right. And you always see them. You look at the old cars, and you would've been like, "How the hell do you modernize this?" Like, you look at. I'm looking at a poster on my wall right now of a. Uh, it's a from a Top Gear magazine years ago, when the Bugatti Veyron Super Sport came out and you know the bigotti grill Mm -hmm. is like basically the same shape from like the bigotties from like the 1920s 1930s
0: yeah it hasn't changed
1: much and you'd look at that old car and you're like how can you make that look modern there's no way you know but it's a shape and then they did this is true it works you know there's ways around it so i don't know it's kind of interesting i guess maybe it is I an interesting th- thing. i think that's what they're probably doing they're trying to like uh do you know are, do you know what we're gonna start our own this is the new new design language era you know yeah a new uh a new thing i, I could see we're them gonna doing turn that. turn a page i mean you're gonna like, get pissed off a lot of fans a lot of people but maybe i don't know some executive probably thought it was a good idea
0: Event, like, eventually, you're going to piss people off. That's Yeah, you're going to piss people
1: off no matter what, right?
0: I mean, dude, when, when we go public with this, there's people that are going to be pissed off. <laughs> Guaranteed. Like, why, why do you guys make a podcast? Do you think you have the authority to start a podcast talking about design? It's like, well, I went through four years of design school, and I've been making stuff, being creative, <laughs> since I was, like, knee-high to a grasshopper at a solid point six years like six months old so
1: you guys talk about garbage you don't talk about anything yeah, actually like you're cool. right because it's not like i'm a scholar i'm far from that i'm a big exactly. dummy
0: big dummy actually
1: it reminds me when you're talking about young right there being being a, a wee lad
0: all right where are you going randomly with this?
1: my mind just switch when you were young did you like taking apart like old electronics or stuff like that
0: to be quite honest, I I like I never did. Oh really? I never, I never like took stuff apart and wondered, because it's like we're so cliche. Not See, cliche, but you hear it all the time. Like, oh, when I was a kid, I would love to take apart yeah. old computers. See, like, I never did that.
1: I'm gonna say that I did that, and I'm not faking it. You can ask my parents. I did. I put them back together. No, 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 no. <laughs> I just made a fucking mess. Of course not. Usually, I was like, "Hmm, how hard could I hit this old VHS player with a hammer until it broke?" You know, we're like, it "Oh, what like if a I? Question. What if I took the the printer cartridge from this old printer and just hit it with a hammer as hard as I can? Like, I wonder, I wonder what would happen. I wonder you know, what's going to happen? And actually, you no, know, you're wearing ink. Um,
0: oh, that doesn't sound fun. No, I,
1: all. I, I did that when we have an old printer, or VHS player, VCR player, whatever the hell it's called an old tv um stuff like that i i randomly just took it apart because it was fun really i think it was more because was just like i like using tools that's fair i don't know um
0: i would always like play with rocks in the garden and pretend i was like a rock person like digging (laughs) digging up i was looking for like gems and minerals all the time right that was my that's what i did right but no i like never took apart like a laptop or a or a iron or a toaster and like yeah. just because we, we never had one that i could take apart that's true yeah fair enough if i took one apart my parents would be like well geez katie you're an idiot you gotta putting, go buy another one now
1: you put it back together okay i
0: was like all right I'll, look, I'll try it won't really work but i'll try
1: you got the instructions over there
0: Ooh, lots of rain right now. Yeah, I don't know why that jumped in my head, but, you know, whatever. That is a bit of a random thought. But, like, we hear it all the time.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was kind of funny that, like, most people in the program, not most, but a lot of people, like, you know, we all came from, like, an art background. We all wanted to be architects first. We took things apart. We all watched How It's Made. Oh, yeah. Mythbusters. We all played with
0: Lego. <laughs> Like, it's crazy you know, how similar, how similar yet how vastly different we all are.
1: Yeah, because like you that know, was me. I was like, the, I guess I was the the cliche. I did all those things. You're basic Zach. I'm That's what that so means. Basic. You're a basic bitch. I'm so basic. I like None. minimalism. Ugh, wow. I'm so basic,
0: man. Do you only wear black t-shirts? <laughs> yeah. No. 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 You're pretty wide. diverse. You're pretty diverse with your your clothing. Sometimes,
1: yeah, I'm feeling a little you know a little risque interesting a little risque you know throw on a a c3 you know cool gray three Ooh.
0: i remember like, I've, I've i think i've seen you wear a pink t-shirt once
1: yeah i have something it's like salmon ish it's salmon it's like a salmon pink yeah
0: you remember that like old man sweater that you have um
1: oh my luke the, skywalker long yeah sleeve.
0: your luke's your skywalker cardigan <laughs> not a cardigan yeah, I it's a it. sweater
1: it's just like it's like a long sleeve. It's like a, um, a waffle pattern long sleeve, but it, looks it literally like it was made
0: for someone four hundred pounds heavier than you are. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I got a Value Village for like eight bucks because I was like, I kind of like this. You liked it a lot, and I it's like my comfy. I don't care if I it gets dirty type shirt.
0: Uh you you need those types of shirts. I'm wearing mine right now. It's an old. Um crew neck, old navy blue crew neck from first year that I mm. used to, that I used to have as like a sleeping shirt, and I think I wore it for like th- maybe three or four weeks straight to sleep, and like just like I would wash it like every couple of days and just but I wore it like so thin, so now like the collar is all deformed and everything. But if I get a paint on it or anything like that, I'm not really bothered because it's it's become one of those items that is just yeah itching to get full just to get dirty you know mm-hmm. i like it i don't i don't feel bad wearing it so that's yeah, so what's my it's
1: my my black fans are like now i got a little bit of paint oh, on them. oh yeah a little white paint that's smudged off on the toe like they're looking very artsy you know
0: ooh, real real bougie designer vibes i, I want to
1: yeah yeah <laughs> designer vibes i want i need designer to get vibes. the designer outfit still I have my black Vans and I have black jeans, but I need to get like a more loose fitting black jeans that I can roll up at the bottom Uh, and then you need the plain black t-shirt with like the black like old school cat burglar like woolly hat thing and then like black flame uh, black frame or clear frame glasses.
0: I can see you with black frame glasses, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I can see it. I can. I can see it happening. Is I mean, your eyesight decent?
1: Yeah, it's good. I. Oh, I do fair. want. Um, I want like a, a, a black woolly hat though.
0: I can make you one. Get the designer look. I kind of know how to knit. Kind of. Kind of. Very. A very primitive. Way. Of knitting, but I do know how. See, I have no idea. It would take me forever. Like it'd probably take me two weeks. Oh, just got a good power surge. Oh, oh. Maybe I that's think a, we. Yeah, good time to I end. I think maybe. we should start wrapping it up. Just so that way, we can save everything yeah. without ever having everything get corrupted. <laughs> Interesting news, though. Before we wrap things up, yesterday was our biggest day of downloads forward slash listens ever to date, which is pretty cool.
1: It is really cool thank you so much everyone tune in um love. it's cool it's really really cool that there's people listening to us ramble about nonsense
0: (laughs) yeah and the fact that you you kept coming back to listen to it yeah that's dope yeah that's so dope
1: it's really dope really rad we love it thank you uh that's rad thank you for just checking us out and giving us a listen you know
0: we really appreciate it. And if you want to send us an email, you know the email address. You know what it is. Hi dot the process podcast at gmail dot com. Wackery Zatsonian. What's our Instagram? Our Instagram is the
1: underscore underscore podcast. Double underscore.
0: Hell yeah. And I think we're we're gonna oh, we'll get up to something this weekend. Probably do some car stuff. It's almost yeah. the end of Inktober pretty slow process for pretty slow progress yeah. on the sketchbooks, but that's okay. I mean, it, it happens. Life gets busy. Sketching yeah. can often get put by the wayside. It's not the end of the world. One will always keep sketching. That's why we have Sean so that he can keep sketching. So sketching yeah, sure. stays alive through Sean and <laughs> man, anything else, anything else that I can think of? I don't think so. I think that's it. Yeah. So Leave us a review, Apple Podcasts, do the five-star thing if you really enjoy it. And yeah, hit us up on uh, hit us up on Instagram, send us a DM. If there's a topic that you'd like to hear our opinions on, hear us ramble about for an hour or so, uh, send that through. Always keen on talking points because there's often like a period of time before we start recording where we have to say, Hey, Zach, what are we going to talk about? I don't know. Dylan, what are we going to talk about? Ooh, yeah. And then we stew on it. Think about it for a little bit. Nine times We always end up figuring it out, and then we just end up going on a rant anyways and yeah. forget most of the things we wanted to talk about in the first place. So that's, I mean, I think that's all for me. Yep. And ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back in your ear holes. Don't you worry. Come Monday. Monday. It'll be a brand new episode of Hopefully the Process Podcast. Hopefully with less thunderstorms. Ideally, less thunderstorms and less stomping. There's been someone like walking around my house, and each time they take a step, I can see it show up on the audio recorder that's on audition. It's really like a little scary. hill.
1: That's kind of like a and ghost, it, like ghost hunting or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's not fun. Someone I'm going to have a
0: conversation with whoever it is when I go downstairs, like, how heavy are you walking? Right. Like, how? I don't get it. I'm ranting. Ladies and gentlemen, Monday, new episode. We will see you then. Peace.